0: Frida becomes one of Mexico's greatest artists, Connie has an affair, Kathy's idyllic life is turned upside down, Roxy goes to jail, and Virginia struggles with depression. This time on the Oscar should have gone to Best Actress, 2002.
1: And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... to... Nice!
0: And the, Oscar goes to... and the Oscar goes to. By a nose, Nicole Kidman. Meg, hi, Craig. Hey, what's going on?
1: Uh, not much. We just discussed off mic that we both just woke up not that long ago. It's Correct, Sunday yes. morning,
0: Sunday. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday morning.
1: Super Bowl Sunday morning. You got to call it the big game, Craig.
0: Oh, that's right. Sorry, that's that's the day of the big game. I think you only have to do that if you're um, if big you're game. selling something. It's yeah. like an advertisement.
1: Okay. Like okay. if well, we were just th-
0: talking about the game, we can call it the Super Bowl. But if we uh, if we were like advertising, we'd have to be like like when we do one of our spots later, right? Um, then we'll have to call it the big game. Then we have. To Here's the, the thing, big
1: game. though. Here's the thing, Craig.
0: I'm always selling.
1: You know what I mean? I know. Well, I am I am for sale fully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um I do think I should ask you because um every important Boston area uh mm-hmm. celebrity mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. been asked over the last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Are you rooting for Tom? I Are gotta you rooting tell you for Tom terrific.
1: So I watched the game with the Packers and uh-huh. I was I I'll be honest, I will I was shocked. I was I shocked myself at how I w- how hard I was rooting for Tom fucking Brady. I can... This motherfucker, this mm-hmm. mother... This Trump-loving fucking bionic man with his book that I got my dad, which was a huge mistake because it basically was like, just drink water and, you know, pray. And now, and now,
0: you're, and now your dad won't eat nightshade. And now my
1: dad will never... Yeah. All I want is a fucking tomato. Won't do it. Uh... I, 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 I'm hardcore. I guess I'm hardcore. He is the GOAT. And yeah. I do still think of him as like a, I forget when I'm like, oh, their uniforms look weird. You know? Yeah. It's because it's not, not it's the past. You know, 20
0: years basically. So, yeah.
1: I mean, I remember the Drew Bledsoe years and those were tough. Yeah. Not that Drew Bledsoe is bad, but we had some, well, we had some so, heartbreaks.
0: So that means, you know, Bill Simmons, Casey Affleck, I heard still uh, still rooting for Tom still Brady. Still rooting for so Tom. Megan's Megan's What about Ben that camp. though?
1: What about Ben?
0: I'm sure he probably is. Cuz he's probably cuz he's like buddies with him.
1: Yeah, I'm sure, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's like all broken up right now cuz he and Anna De Armas broke up.
0: Yeah, how do how did you how are you deal, dealing with that?
1: You know, I'm taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Um I'm taking it one day at a time, but I think yeah, we'll I think all we'll, get through. I think it'll I think Tom Brady winning will give us the lift. Also Maddie put a little bit of money on it, so. Okay. Yeah. And by Brady. a little bit I mean like a very little bit. Because we had to have a discussion about money this week because somebody decided to buy a bunch of game stock stop stock.
0: <laughs> oh no, stonks.
1: Stonks. They bought some stonks. Yes. Yeah. And I don't, listen, I know I don't understand. I know. I know. But here's what I do understand. I, we need that money to live.
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We're in a pandemic. You don't want to buy a 300. Mm -mm. Uh,
1: No, 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 no. no. You may have missed the boat on that, bro. But, you know, it is what it is. Let him play around with it. As
0: Joe Pesci says, it is what it is.
1: It is what it is. Is that what he says? Yeah,
0: says it in *The Irishman*, and he's the first person to ever use that phrase. I was going to say,
1: I truly that movie. I forgot about that movie.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Should we jump into this? So we're going to do yeah.
1: We're going to talk about actor
0: prizes. A two thousand two. We're going to do best actress. Mm -hmm. Um, we've decided. You know, we've talked about this already. When we've done a couple of these now, usually one category each year is extremely strong. Yeah. And the other one not so much.
1: It's weird how they they really do. It is not yeah they, they, it's very rarely both are very strong. It kind of is the same thing The we're, we'll talk about like you know movies we've seen recently. Yeah. That I guess we're, we're still counting under 2020 because they. Yeah I mean that...
0: for me 2020 runs till the end of this month February okay. because that's the Oscar cutoff date.
1: Okay. So and a lot
0: of the a lot of these movies probably like things like Minari and Nomad Land and Judas and the Black Messiah and movies that have not technically been released yet probably would have been released in December if the cutoff date was December thirty first.
1: Right. 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 Um, well, uh, it's just I think it was it, I think we've also t- talked about how it's interesting that every other y- like it's also seems like quality of movies. Sort of is like yeah. it's very rare you get two years in a row of great, great films, and 2019 was a great year, yeah, for movies in 2020.
0: Yeah, I wonder. I really don't even think if we had even gotten all the movies we were supposed to get in 2020. Yeah, I don't. I don't think up the so. Same, um, but definitely uh, a, a difficult year to follow under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, so, best actresses. You have you have somebody you want to talk about first?
1: Um. So, <laughs> I, I because you did text me, splash some water on your face, and let's talk about Frida. I guess we'll talk about Frida first because yeah. this is the one. Oh no! I also uh, had never. I I realized I'd never fully watched Far from Heaven, but I had right. never seen Frida. And here's the thing about Frida: I went to the Casa Azul. That was one of the last things I did in the before.
0: Uh huh.
1: Friend of the pods. Friend Kelly of the pod, Ewing, friends Lewis. of the pod, Kelly Ewing and Rachel Lewis and I went to Mexico, went to Mexico city, city and, um, it was a fucking blast. Highly recommend Mexico city for those of you looking for a, a post COVID treat to yourself yeah. cause it is, uh, affordable and also, um, just kind of the shit. It was like a, be- it's a beautiful city. Everybody is super nice and cool. And, um, I loved it. Um, but we went to Frida's house Mm -hmm. and I obviously knew Frida Kahlo was, but I didn't, uh, I really got the full story there and she was a fucking badass, man. She fucking, she was, she was rad. She was rad as hell. And they have all her clothes there still, all the clothes that she made, which are so cool. And um, her death shroud is there. It's neat. Yeah, it's really neat. It's like, and it's very, and it is so brightly colored and just beautiful. I mean, all of Mexico City is cool like that. Also, um, go to Entremar or Contramar, they're like sister restaurants. If you have the opportunity, and get the whole fish. That's all.
0: Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Frida also in just a second, but we almost skipped over Megan's favorite part. Who was nominated? Who was nominated in the year? Let's talk about the nominees. Oh wait, what? Oh, are...
1: oh, God. Oh, the part where you talk about all of the... Oh, okay, go ahead.
0: So, the Oscar nominees, Salma Hayek for Frida. Too sober, Julianne Moore from Far From Heaven, which we just mentioned. Uh, Renee Zellweger for Chicago. Diane Lane for Unfaithful. And then Nicole Kidman was our winner for The Hours.
1: Golden Nicole Globe Kidman's nominees, nose was the winner for The Hours, am I right? Ayo.
0: Ayo. Ayo. She won it by a nose. Um, Golden Globe nominees... For drama, Kidman won. The other nominees were Salma Hayek, Diane Lane, Julianne Moore, and Meryl Streep in The Hours. Mm. And then comedy musical nominees, Zellweger wins. And the other nominees are Maggie Gyllenhaal for Secretary, Goldie Hawn for The Banger Sisters. Do you remember The Banger Sisters? Yeah, it was actually
1: on TV the other day. That is, that's a shocker. That is an uncomfortable movie to watch. I did not care for it.
0: Uh, Nia Vardalos for My Big Fat Greek Wedding and Catherine Zeta-Jones for Chicago. Um, SAG Awards, Zellweger, winner. The other nominees, Salma Hayek, Nicole Kidman, Diane Lane, Julianne Moore. You noticing a trend here?
1: I am noticing a trend. Not many critics other choice.
0: performances. The winner, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Nominees, Day Diane Moore. Lane, Nicole Kidman, Salma Hayek. Los Angeles film critics, Julianne Moore.
1: So much information. New York
0: Film Critics. Diane Lane. Oh, okay. National Society of Diane Film Lane. Critics. Diane Lane. Diane Lane? Okay. All right.
1: Okay. okay. Okay, Diane Lane. Go off, Diane Lane.
0: You go, girl, Diane Lane. You go, you go, You go, Glenn. Coco. You go, Glenn Coco. Mm. So we open Frida with her basically on her deathbed. But then five minutes later we uh, move up and um, it was a choice
1: to, make to have her, Salma
0: Hayek yes. play 16. Yes.
1: That was a wild choice. That was wild. I don't know if she wanted to do the big accident scene and Probably. that's, that's why, but I'm going to tell you right now, we didn't need, you could have had, we didn't need it.
0: I, it would have been or, okay. You know what? Honestly, like, have her do it, but then instead of casting Diego Luna, cast someone who's in their mid-30s yeah. like Salma Hayek was yeah. when she shot this movie, or yeah. in her late 30s. Because um, Diego Luna's 13 years older than Salma Hayek, so he looked like 13 he could years be 18. Younger. Yes. So he looked like he could be 18, whereas Salma Hayek very much looked like yes. a woman in her mid-30s in a schoolgirl outfit.
1: When she was first running down the hall like a, in the school girl schoolgirl outfit, I thought it was like a... Like a kink thing. Yeah, a hundred percent. I was, I did. I was like, oh, this is like a funny bit that she's doing. No, yeah. she's supposed to be a child. Yeah, uh, that was. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I didn't care for that. I don't know whose decision that was, but it wasn't good. I um, bet it was Julie Taymor. I bet it was Julie Taymor. Yeah. I
0: mean,
1: yeah. listen. I we're not talking about the movie. We're talking more about the performance. Right. But I did really love the. Um, like a lot of I, we, I'm shitting on Julie Tamar, but I did really love a lot of the direction, like how they would make they would make like the paintings kind of come to life. They would like show. That- I don't
0: know, I wanted there to be more of it. I think. me too. I think I too. wanted it to either to be more often throughout the movie or not happen at all. Me too. It felt I felt like it- sort of jolting, like the moments like where she's in surgery and like. It's everything like puppeted by like the skeletons and stuff was very cool. Yes. That was kind of like her work. And, and her and Diego I, I after their,
1: their 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 uh, wedding, like the portrait. And then they come to then. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool thing. You're right. They should have done more of it. Um, you know, so this is the only biopic, right, that we have to talk about.
0: Uh, It's the only full biopic. Obviously, Nicole Kidman is also playing a role. Right, right, right. That's not really a biopic in the same way.
1: Um, Yeah, biopics are tough, man. I think it's just. I think it's. I think it is tough. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Is she great in this? Yes. Is this clearly a labor of love? Yes. She. Like she's got the physicality down because Frida kind of like always limped a little bit and was in and right. she was in chronic pain and I think Salma Hayek did a really good job of not overplaying that hand. I think in a lesser actor's hand, like you know, whatever clutches it would be like very like you would just really notice it more. And there were, yeah. she she just pick and chose times to kind of be like to show that she was not comfortable. Right um, and. um yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think she's, I love Selma Hayek. I, I think she's super great. And also, weird that, What's His Face didn't get more, Alfred Molina didn't get more. Yeah. Play for this. because yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's very good now. He's very good. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a biopic.
0: Yeah. And it's
1: not a singer, so there's not, you don't have the it's fun. Nice. There's
0: like music to break it up. Yeah. Um. Also, Frida is
1: the shit, but like she didn't have like a, you know, she, like, because she's a lady, she kind of kept her shit fucking together her life. And the misfortunes that befell her were not of her doing. Because fucking women, men around her. Yeah, the men around her fucking shit up. Trolley driver, Albert Molina, Trotsky. Mm hmm. Trotsky, Jeffrey Rush, man.
0: Just zooming in there to throw on a Russian accent for twelve minutes. Or Honestly,
1: Jeffrey Rush, I would. Is that weird? Something yeah, about he something had, about him. He has,
0: he has like that weird, like he sort of had that thing with an actress in Australia. Oh yeah, like,
1: he might have been. But then it got
0: dismissed. But yeah, yeah.
1: he might have been a me too. Actually, there, is, but there is like some sort of like he has some sort of like sexual. I don't know. He's got some sexual energy. Is all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Sure. Um, you you thought about him again in Quills, is what it was. <laughs>
1: just the, just that one scene where he's throwing the poop around. That's it. Yeah, just that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's all, that's all that. That's some people like you know a thirty five year old woman dressed like a schoolgirl, and mm-hmm. some people like a crazed madman locked in a cellar throwing his own feces against the wall. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Craig? I think she's good. I agree. I think it's a biopic, and it's. We've talked about this before, not not either of our favorite genres, Um, especially the I think the cradle to grave ones in particular are hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But she's good at it. And like we said, there's some cool flourishes in the movie. It's a movie to check out if you haven't. But Mm -hmm. it's also not a movie I'd say one must rush out. Turn yeah. off the podcast, pause, and go watch Frida.
1: I'd say the better plan is turn off the podcast. You know what? Turn off the podcast. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. And go to your computer and book yourself a little flight and have it, in like, have something to look forward to. Do you know what I mean? Have something to look yeah. forward to.
0: To be safe, maybe just book that flight for, like, 2025. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just so you don't have to keep pushing it but back book and it. pushing it back. But, but yeah. book it. No, it's on the books.
1: We stayed at the Four Seasons, which is going to sound like it was super fancy, but it's, again, it was, like, pretty, you know, affordable. And um, I recommend that. I don't know. I don't know, guys. There's great food and great people.
0: Mexico City.
1: Mexico City.
0: Tour Mexico. Viva la Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, this is now an ad. Um, for use our Mexico. use our
0: code Oscar should, um, <laughs> on Mexico City tourism site. Yeah,
1: MexicoCity.com, dot com,
0: whatever to uh, to get free sopapillas <laughs> at. Um... Where should we go next? Where should we go? Should you we could talk not think.
1: Uh, I you could not think of a name of a. We went, also couldn't... went to Puyol, Concedor. which is great. Mm-hmm trying to think of other good, good places in mexico city i don't know dm me you know i'll give you i'll give you the list no problem She'll give you
0: the she'll give you the rundown i'll give you the rundown uh should we talk about renee we've talked about a lot of these people kind of extensively when we did our 2002 episode yes. which was a long time ago that was our second episode ever um who was the guest on that episode it was joe gillette our good oh, friend joe okay, gillette joe. Hmm. yeah um renee selweger chicago
1: your favorite movie of the year right
0: of the nominees. Of the nominees. That's the one I picked. Right, yes. right, 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 right.
1: Um, um, yeah, she's she is, you know, Renee Zellweger is the Tom Brady of the Oscars in a way.
0: I'm, I'm trying to see where you're going with this, I, but I'll... Stay uh, there, okay, stay there, you.
1: stay there. Just don't ever count her out. People are okay. like, she's she's done, she's, t- you know, she's whatever. She, she disappears for a while or, or she's,
0: you know, you... She, she comes back. Perhaps with a new face. Perhaps with Tom a new face. Brady, all of a sudden, has hair again mm-hmm, after he's mm-hmm. been losing it for years. This is okay. exactly where
1: I'm going. And then she, and then boom, and then you know what? And, and when she comes back, she's doing something that maybe you're not as thrilled with, like Judy. But right. you can't deny she is good. Yeah, you can't deny it.
0: Yeah, and she's good in Chicago. I think her the biggest problem for her in Chicago uh, is just that there are more interesting roles. Yes, 100%. Like Roxy's, I I feel like Roxy has like the worst, like, song of, yeah. like, the big, like, numbers. Um, Gwen Verdon
1: is pissed. Is Gwen, Gwen Verdon just rolled over in his her grave. Gave you the fucking... Is Gwen Verdon dead?
0: I yes, assume. she is. Gave yeah. you the finger. But she did, like, a whole thing when she rolled over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she, she made a choice. Whatever yeah. it was. She made a choice. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, I also think, like, she gets a little upstaged by Catherine Zeta-Jones, who yeah. is crazy but just fully goes for it um and is a better dancer yeah yeah I mean I think you're right she is good she she sounds good though she she has a good voice and you know I don't know
0: I have a couple of Chicago questions I posed these to a friend of the podcast Todd Briscoe big musical theater guy um and he wasn't he wasn't positive either here's my biggest question in the opening number all that jazz Mm -hmm. um this, is, again, is about the movie more than about Renee Zelliger, But they say, you know, she comes in or Catherine Zeta-Jones comes in. She's just murdered her sister and mm-hmm. her boyfriend. And she's like, they're like, it's a double act. She says, I can do it alone. Why is there not a glaring hole in the choreography where the second person would be? Like she's doing all these dance moves with like two other dancers. Yeah, I didn't and, think
1: of that. I didn't think you know, of that. Because the point is, like... Well, maybe because the point is is that she really can do it because she's dancing for all of them. She rolled all of the moves up into one.
0: Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like there should be that spot. You know, we should see where uh, Virginia or whatever her sister's name is, is supposed to be.
1: Is your mic rubbing against fabric?
0: It could be. It could be rubbing against my uh, my my shirt.
1: Yeah, now it's better, so don't do that. Yeah. What's okay. your other... Sociog-
0: I mean, the, the good news is I'm also recording on my end, so... That's a bother to you, but they probably won't ever hear it. Oh, so okay. Well, well, I'm sure
1: you'll nothing. cut this out because you do all that extensive editing that you do. A
0: lot of editing's mm-hmm. done on this pod. yes, mm-hmm. absolutely.
1: What's your other Chicago question?
0: Oh, my other one is just it's, it's about uh, Cell Block Tango and why they decide it has Velma go fifth.
1: Yeah, that is odd. Yeah. Yeah, that is odd.
0: I get why she's not first. Yeah. But why isn't she last? Last.
1: Because if you're not first, you're last. I yeah. don't know. That's weird. That's weird.
0: It's a question for John and Fred, and we'll never know the answer.
1: No. So. But, you know, I mean, it's you like this movie more than I do. I know, apparently, I for- like Renee Zellweger more than you do.
0: No, I like Renee. Points for singing and dancing. You know, yeah. she does. She pulls it off. She degree of well.
1: difficulty. I'm going to put it. I'm going to give her. I give her the. I, I bump her up a bit because she she pulls it off and she does. Yeah, she does sing and dance and she's good in the Richard Gere thing too. When she's like the puppet that that, that number. Yeah. I really like. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. What um, else? What else can
1: we say about Chicago?
0: I like it. Hey, Mikey. Okay. Diane Lane. Wow.
1: Thoughts on Diane Lane. This movie... Remember when this movie came out and like... This is what happened. So Unfaithful came out and women of a certain age lost their mind. Because this was the first instance of like a woman over 40 being sexual, being desired by some like hot young thing. It was... It's, it was a scandal. People were uh, over the moon.
0: Yeah, I think that was the biggest part of it. It was for the younger man thing.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent.
0: Because you know we'd had movies. I think. Well, I guess Under the Tuscan Sun comes after this, right?
1: Right. Yeah, because this like was this is co- Diane Lane's like. Re- That's the other thing too is that I think she she also when she was she was away for a time and then this was like her first movie back into the you know, right. Public consciousness. Um,
0: Diane Lane, very attractive woman.
1: Very objectively attractive. Everybody in this movie is very attractive. Richard Gere, that's prob- attractive. That's, that's probably Olivia the Martin biggest. Attractive. That's
0: probably the biggest problem with the conceit of the movie. Um, not that she would be attracted to this very attractive Frenchman. Um, but that we're supposed to think that Richard Gere is kind of like this, like, sort of schlubby husband guy. Yeah. And it's like, hey, it's fucking Richard Gere.
1: Bad it's- news, dude. It's Richard fucking <laughs> Gere. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. This movie is not good. Like, the sex no. stuff is kind of hot. But, like, honestly, there's hotter sex.
0: Yeah. And we talked about it. Uh, I texted you I would you about point you that- to
1: Outlander. I don't know. There's hotter sex scenes for sure.
0: Um, that we, uh, we both lived in New York for a time. Mm-hmm. I lived there longer than you. She you moved out to LA first, but um, neither of us were ever in a windstorm.
1: No, in six years, never. No, no
0: that uh, they they experienced an unfaithful.
1: And let me tell you, it gets windy because the the especially Broadway it, acts like a it's like a yeah, wind it's tunnel because like of, of the the buildings, but not like that. So
0: you'll get hit by a gust of wind. And you'll be like, whoa! Yeah. But not like. I'm literally throwing everything that I just purchased up in the air. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, Olivier Martinez is walking around with 700 books stacked up like he's the fucking caps for sale guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing that made it so hot to my mom. Cause she was like, that he's he was French and he reads.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, they should have just, I don't think they do, but it feels like it would have been really like it should have been like Madame Bovary was like the first book she picked up to like hand to him or like something like that. Yeah, like, that's what they should have. Very, it,
1: well, it seems everything's so in, over yeah. the
0: top that it feels like that should. I would say that's also. definitely
1: in keeping with the rest of this movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't even really. Uh, there is the thing is like, I can't even, and I rewatched parts of it. I don't even really like. Diane Lane kind of fades into the background for me. Like she's, she's almost like she, cause she, she's almost like secondary
0: to it. I think it's one scene. And I think that scene is the train scene. The train scene. So after she's had the affair for the first time and she's on the train, right. she's remembering the affair and she's going through all these emotions on the train between being turned on and being overjoyed and being uh, dismayed at her actions and everything's in her face. And that's, that's definitely where the nomination came from. Right.
1: Right. I guess you're right. And she, and that is, and that is good. And she is, yeah. and it is a subtle thing. And we talk all the time about like the subtle stuff is sometimes so much harder, especially this nonverbal stuff. So like, I'm not like angry. Cause this is, yeah. as we talked about, it's not that strong of a year for female performances. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it is, it is interesting that this would have made the cut for the Oscars. Cause yeah. it feels kind of like a, in the same way that The Affair does, a little bit of a CD movie. I mean, it's kind of just more of like a thrillery type thing. It just right. doesn't seem like your regular Oscar
0: page. Oscar oh, for sure. Um, and it's also a movie that's at like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think it's like under seven on IMDb. And, you know, that happens every once in a while, but you usually don't see those movies uh, still show up. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about my other person at this point because I feel like it's very comparable.
1: Yes. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And that's Maggie Gyllenhaal and Secretary. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is a much more interesting much
1: sexier movie
0: much sexier film as somebody Um, who's
1: not into BDSM still sexier yeah
0: Yeah, you're like the opposite of BDSM
1: yeah I'm like don't uh, touch uh, me don't touch me (laughs) (laughs) you know what the biggest turn on is just don't ever touch
0: me I love that Mm -hmm. say something nice to me actually (laughs) but don't touch me
1: Say something nice to me. Please bring me a cake. Yeah, and just watch me eat
0: it. Go get me a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me what I'm going to eat. Mm-mm. Absolutely, do not do that. Do
1: not. I will write down detailed instructions on what I want on said sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I said cake. I, I'm not. I don't even really like cake that much. I like sandwiches a lot, though. Too yeah. much. Someone say. Someone say too much. That's how much yeah. I like sandwiches. And then come back and then leave me alone. Just give me the remote. Right. And then just leave me alone. Mm, So sexy. So sexy. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Um,
0: She's really good in it. It's funny now, having seen, you know, 20 years of Maggie Gyllenhaal performances, that the stretch performance is her before. Yeah. Like, knowing her as an actress now, it's like the, like, shy, like, um... Sort of like nerdy girl who is like a very is an introvert. I just finished watching the Deuce um, on she's HBO. supposed to be good in that though she's great in it, but it's very much it's actually you watch it and you're like, okay, I know David Simon shows never get any attention whatsoever from like any awards bodies, but she should have gotten attention like she's so good in it yeah. um, but she's very much like after. Yeah. Like, she's like this woman in control. Yeah. Basically throughout. Yeah.
1: Um, she is a fascinating character, both on and off screen, for sure. Yeah. Um, and Secretary is a fucking great, great movie. James, ba- like, they the two of them have such great chemistry. Yeah. Um, and... Um, it's like a, it's a fun performance too. Like it's, yeah. it's, and it, it, and it is Oscar-y like there, there, you know, it's like a dramatic, like, especially at the end when she, the hands on the desk thing and like, yeah. is such a cool, it's, it's, it's great. It's like such a cool, um, um, movie. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm talking around myself.
0: It's really good. If you haven't checked it out or you haven't checked in a while, uh, you should watch that instead of Unfaithful. And Maggie Gyllenhaal should have probably, in my opinion, should have gotten that spot instead of Diane Lane. Agreed.
1: Agreed. Hey, Craig, I'm going to shock you.
0: Agree. Yeah. Because um, a lot of those other people we just named that were nominated for other places from the year, like Catherine Zeta-Jones won Best Supporting Actress. She just at the Golden Globes was considered the lead, and then right. she was considered supporting for the Oscars. Meryl Streep in The Hours... It's fine. It's, it's fine. Nothing special for Meryl. She's phoning it in. Um,
1: I think I'll get the flowers myself.
0: Yeah, I do think that uh, that would be a good TikTok.
1: I think is I'll get someone, the flowers myself.
0: Is, that? Is someone doing that 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 trailer moment, right? Where first they're dressed like Virginia Woolf and then they're dressed like Julianne Moore's character, and then they're Sally. I'll get the flowers myself. Yeah, sure. Why I don't you do thought, that? You've
1: got the hair for it now.
0: It's true. I also thought that, um, what do you think of this for a drag race idea? Okay, Like a challenge match. idea? Yeah. Okay. So it's Snatch Game. Okay. But it's Snatch Game The Hours,
1: oh. and the
0: eight remaining queens have to choose one of the nine actresses in The Hours to portray. They don't have to be their Hours characters, but I think they, they could either be they the They could actress, be the characters
1: or they could be... They could be the
0: actress or they could be one of the actress's other characters. Oh, I love that. I'm talking Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, Julianne Mora. Those are your leads. Tony Collette. Right. Allison Janney, Claire right. Danes, Margot Martindale.
1: This is the gayest... Ca- I mean, <laughs> that is like truly... That is Eileen a cast.
0: Atkins, and then there's one other. Who's the one person I'm missing?
1: That cast is just stacked at Harris. That cast is just, and that's the that's the thing. If you wanted to do reverse drag, you could do Ed Harris. Here's right. the truth. That cast is just stacked with yeah. gay icons. Yeah. I'm here for it. It's a great idea. Thank
0: the you. The Snatch
1: game, by uh-huh. the way, this year is gonna be a riff. Irith- not a lot of I comedy mean, queens, and I'm not excited us. to see what Tina Burner brings.
0: Maybe she won't be there anymore.
1: Maybe she won't be there anymore.
0: Um, okay, so that brings us down to, I think these were the two main competitors even at the time, um, and that's Julianne Moore and Nicole Kidman.
1: Um, Julianne Moore, I've, okay, so I realized I, I thought I had seen... Uh, far from Heaven, but I had never seen it all the way through. I think Todd Haynes really throws throws you because I think of him as like like oh, I don't really love Todd Haynes because like Carol was okay, but like he hasn't kind of made that many movies really.
0: He hasn't also. That's a bad take. Carol I, know, I know, I
1: know. I know. I should rewatch Carol because truly I, I got kind of bored f- starting Far From Heaven, I think the last time I watched it. And then I fell in love with it this time. I love it. I did like a deep dive too afterwards because I was like so into it and found like deleted scenes and stuff. And like there's like sort of like a sexy deleted scene with Dennis Haysbert where he goes, are you in good hands? And I think that's why he got that job.
0: That yeah, that's probably it. That's okay. Probably
1: <laughs> that didn't go the way that I wanted to. But here's the thing:
0: I planned that joke. I when, I, were, when I, I tell you were, that I planned I wanna, that joke, can I tell you? Eighty percent of the listeners at home are literally have had to pause the podcast.
1: I know because and look up they, who just, David pit, they
0: just they just no because they just pissed themselves because <laughs> they were laughing so hard. So just because you didn't get the reaction you were hoping out me does no. not mean. That it, it's not. I got. I pushed really... it too
1: hard. I didn't, and I and I had to have this conversation with myself beforehand, yeah. where I was like, "Megan, don't don't be too leading, because Craig will jump you for the joke, and yeah. you want to really get. You want to like really." And I and I didn't set it up well, and I and I apologize, but just know that that joke was like three days in the making.
0: Well, the deleted the, the, the scene that I like is when um, she goes to him after all this happened. You know, his daughter has been injured, and she says, "When are you leaving?" And he goes. 24.
1: I thought hours maybe that might out. be I thought maybe mm-hmm. that might be better than mine but it wasn't. So that yeah. makes me feel a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Um this movie is a it's just a beautiful looking movie. I love Julianne Moore in this movie.
0: Yeah.
1: I I think she is this is an exercise in stillness and restraint mm-hmm. and yeah. it is uh and also like She's doing that 50s housewife thing, but which is like darling, you know, like that sort right. of a thing. But again, not overplayed.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I think there's a danger too where it becomes very like almost like a like a car commercial. Like it's just very like put on sort of thing. Yeah. But like you see because I think you see the cracks in her unhappiness and stuff, especially that that scene with the also my girl Patty Clarkson. Oh, love me some Patty Clarks. When they're having like lunch or whatever and daiquiris and talking about like sex and they're Mm -hmm. like you see her like sort of like realize like, oh, God, we don't like have sex, like having kind of that sad like realization. Um, It's just I think I think it's such an understated, beautiful performance. And I love Julianne more.
0: I think I think the hours maybe kind of fucked her.
1: Not just because
0: Nicole Kidman won for it, but she's playing a sort of similar character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a little bit further on the spectrum because she's playing more depressed. She's playing kind of a little... I would say she does really well in that movie, also not overplaying her hand. Mm-hmm. But um, there is sort of a more fraught nature to that character. You know, yes. She literally leaves her child behind to go commit suicide in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um and she gets nominated for Supporting Actress for that role, so I think she also probably split her votes. And yeah. I'm interested to see – obviously, it's a different case because of his tragic passing, but a lot of people think Chadwick Boseman very well could get nominated for both this year. And I'm wondering if there's no like real push by Netflix to be like, no – we want him as lead in Ma Rainey, as opposed to we want him as supporting in Defy Bloods. If some people will be like, well, I want to honor him, but I'm going to honor him for supporting because I like, you know, Riz Riz Ahmed or Anthony Hopkins or someone in lead. And other people are like, I really love him as lead in Ma Rainey's. And I really want to honor, you know, this person and supporting him. Right. And split the vote. And then he... Gets half those votes, but he doesn't get enough to win either. Right? Because I think maybe that's what happened to Julianne Moore here.
1: Yeah, I think you're totally right. I think you're totally right because these are both. I mean, let's just get into Nicole Kidman. It's the showier performance. Sure. I mean, and 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 I'm I'm not just talking about the performance. I am talking a little bit about the prosthetic nose, like it yeah. does enter into the conversation a little bit.
0: It is crazy. 18 years on, though, how much that knows, like, she really disappears into the character. She does. Because it doesn't look like Nicole Kidman. And Nicole Kidman is obviously such, like, a gorgeous, striking person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that she's an amazing actress. But you're always aware you're watching Nicole Kidman because no one in the world looks like Nicole Kidman. Yeah,
1: she has such a unique beauty. Um,
0: That there's something, even in this movie, that opens with her literally floating in a river. (laughs) Um, that there's almost something warmer about this performance than a lot of her performances just because you forget that's yeah. her. Yeah,
1: because she is sort of the consummate ice queen. Yeah, it's interesting. I do think also there is a, an obsession, people, uh, and, and we've seen this with Charlize Theron and Monster. We've seen this a bunch. They, the Academy does, re- they, earn the Academy, everybody, Hollywood, the world, does have sort of like an obsession with a beautiful woman who has for a role chosen to make herself look not as beautiful basically it is a weird like and I think that's why 20 you know almost 20 years on we're talking about the fucking nose still because it is such a I think you're right. I'm glad she did it because she does disappear into the character more. But also I think that can't be discounted for another reason why people voted for her.
0: Right. You know,
1: because they're like, this was brave, you know, like she, yeah, she, she's, she's known for her beauty and she, she put this big old, you know, fake schnoz on as somebody who has, I don't even need that. I just have that. Where's my Oscar?
0: Yeah, hmm? I mean you've you know? got the nose, you've got the poet's soul. <laughs> you've got the proclivity for lesbianism and suicidal depression. Like where's your Oscar?
1: Where's my Oscar? I'm just living uh, out li- I'm
0: living out loud
1: here. I'm living out yeah. loud.
0: Miranda Richardson by the way, that was the that was oh. the ninth actress.
1: I mean, from. amazing. Also another yeah. very gay person. Okay. Yeah. Um but um Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 she's, I, I don't want to say, I feel like I'm shitting on Nicole Kidman. She is also really good in this and is, and is not really prone. It's not a hysterical performance either. No. It's a very reserved sort of thing. I don't know. I think it's kind of a toss up for me. I don't know that I I came in thinking I was going to push Julianne more harder, but now, I don't know. I think it is, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I guess I would say I'm not mad at it.
0: Right. Um, so how would you rank them if you had to go five to one?
1: Um, great question. So um, if I had to go five to one, I would say, I guess I would say unfaithful. I would probably put Diane Lane last only because um, this is harder than I thought. Uh, only because um, I just think she just doesn't she doesn't have tons to do in that movie. I think what she does yeah. is great.
0: Yeah. Also, like basically two thirds of the way in, it becomes Richard Gere's. I was going to say
1: that's what I was going to say. I don't really that's it becomes Richard Gere and and yeah. the murder and everything. So I am like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So probably her at the bottom, and then probably number four is Salma Hayek. Only because <laughs> why are you sixteen? Playing. Right. <laughs> why are you playing sixteen, Selma Hayek? Um, and then Renee Zellweger. I'll give the edge too because she sings and dances. And then I, I truly don't know. I think day by day, I think today I'd put uh, Nicole Kidman too, and I'd give it to Julianne Moore because I think that I just think that performance is so beautiful in mm-hmm. a way that we. I know we just talked about like the nose makes <laughs> Nicole Kidman less cold, but it is still. That movie in general too also I I am that movie leaves me cold. Right. The hours is a is it's a slog. It's a slog. It's a slog. I think her stuff is the best, but it is still yeah. a even her stuff is still a slog. Where I, I
0: yeah. I, wrote Julie, down I think Far From Heaven
1: is joyful to watch yeah. for me. Even though it's a dark movie and you yeah. know, about some terrible things. Like it is it, just watching it is such a an experience.
0: Yeah, I wrote down at the beginning of the hours. I just wrote, starting the movie with the drowning, really knows you, lets you know you're in for a joy ride.
1: <laughs> That's a movie that I remember when I saw I saw it with my, I think my whole family. But sure. definitely my mom was like, oh, the hours. I'm going to love the hours. And then afterwards, it was very funny. My mother is uh, uh, positive to a fault like, you know what I mean? Like, some, she could be being murdered and she'd be like, this is fine. Um, but uh, I, seeing her afterwards try to, like, justify, like, if it was good, you know, is a very, it was very funny to be like, well,
0: what about those costumes? You know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. Um,
1: but that's my take. What do you think? You, what's I your think I would.
0: I think I go Diane Lane. I think then I would go Renee and then Salma. Sure, fair. And then I'm actually going to use the same reasoning I'm going to use for Diane... We talked about for Diane Lane last. I'm going to put Nicole Kidman second because it's really a movie about three women. I think she's sort of the anchor. Yeah. But, you know, it's about... The movie is like an hour and 50 minutes long and maybe 45 minutes of it, 40 minutes of it is with Virginia Woolf.
1: Right.
0: Um, Whereas Julianne Moore holds basically the frame for almost every single scene in Far From Heaven. Yep. So, um I'm going to say Julianne Moore, but uh, aping what you said, I'm not mad. I'm not mad Nicole Kidman won.
1: No, no, no.
0: Um, but I do think this is this was a better Julianne Moore performance than Still Alice, which she has her Oscar for. Right. We talk about that all the time. Right. Um, and she's very good in Still Alice, but that movie is not near as good as Far From Heaven. Yeah.
1: Or well, she was also nominated for The Kids Are All, all Right, too, right?
0: For supporting, though. Yeah. No.
1: She just is a great, she just is a really, she's a fucking great actress. And I think she flies, again, I mean, I say that she has an Oscar, so she doesn't really fly under the radar. But I mean, I, a lot of times when you think about like, who are the great working actresses today, you don't always think of Julianne Moore because she chooses interesting things, first of all, and is, is more of a, of a, of a quieter actress, but you know, but I think she's incredible.
0: You know they announced this week Todd Haynes um is doing a Peggy Lee biopic uh starring Michelle Williams.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to like any biopic, maybe it'll be that one.
0: Yeah. I mean, he did the he did the Weird Dylan one where like everyone right. am popped out. So, it probably will not be a, a regular straight-edged uh mm. biopic. Um That's it. That's the actresses. We did it.
1: That's it. We did it. Now, here's my question to you. Yeah. Who do you think, what's the best female perf- performance that you think you've seen this year?
0: Mine this year so far is Viola Davis. Me too. But I have not seen Nomad
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, I have not seen Promising Young Woman. I, I haven't have. seen um, Andre Day and. Uh, U.S. first Billie Holiday. So some of these, so those are three of the five nominees for the Golden Globe for Best Dramatic Actress. I've seen Pieces of a Woman with Vanessa Kirby. um,
1: I do really want to see Pieces of a Woman.
0: It's on Netflix. It's a very harrowing and terrific first 25 minutes. And then I don't really think the rest of the movie is interesting at all. I think it's just sort of whatever, but it's definitely worth watching for the first 25 minutes as long as you can... Stand spending some time with Shia LaBeouf, also. Yeah, that is rough.
1: And also, rough. I mean, I know what it's about, so that's rough. But here's the thing yeah. um, I have, I mean, I haven't seen a bunch of those things either, but I would say, also, I would also agree. And I would say Viola Davis. Hard to imagine anybody be, be beating her in my mind right now. She just was a tour de force. I was tired watching her. Like, it was, yeah. t- it was, she, like, I mean, I think also the character's tired, but like, it was. It's exhausting. She is like just doing the most and making it, unlike I think some of her, unlike I'd say like the other August Wilson, she did Fences, making it, it's like so um, effortless.
0: Right. It looks so effortless.
1: Also, Viola Davis in Far From Heaven.
0: Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Hello, Viola. Um, She just
1: popped up, popped up.
0: What uh uh did you wanna talk about uh you have a new favorite movie of the year?
1: Oh I do, yes. Oh I do. Um my new favorite movie of the year is The Sound of Metal. By a country mile. Uh it is definitely and listen, I, I saw Promising Young Young Woman, I really liked it. Um I've seen I saw Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I really liked it. Um I've liked other stuff for sure, but this is uh, in a category of its own like this is a movie that could have come out in 2019 and it would have fit right in with the rest of the stuff um, Riz Ahmed's great, it's just a beautiful it's just a beautiful movie the way that they do it, it's about a drummer losing his who's, who's lost his hearing um, it's just, and an addict um, I just loved it, you loved it too right, Cricket? right I Carter? did,
0: it's one of, one of my favorites of the year for sure
1: not the favorite though
0: no, I think it's still shit house, but there's a you know, there's wow. a bunch of stuff kind of up there. I've actually seen some good stuff also recently. I want to shout out um one of our listeners, um, Caleb suggested uh, this movie Banana Split, which is on Netflix, which is it's good. I enjoyed it. It's a nice little hour and a half um Oof. sort of rom sort of rom com hour and a um, half, talking my language. Yeah. Uh but it's about uh, female friendship. Hmm. So
1: I had like those that
0: yeah. Um, really like this movie, The Kid Detective, starring Adam Brody, where he plays like this kid who was like a detective at like twelve, and he's still a detective now, but he's kind of generally doing the same stuff. And then he's asked to help solve a murder. Oh, that's fun. Um, Adam Brody, yeah. Brody's and I fun. just like I like Adam Brody. Why, why why did we turn away from Adam Brody?
1: We didn't turn away from Adam Brody. He was on Single Parents. Well, that's because of his wife. But I just he's very like, elite and Easter.
0: Right. No, I know. It's just like, I feel like there were a bunch of other actors like in that category at the same time that yeah. sort of continued working. And, and I'd rather spend time with Adam Brody than some of those. Well, people. he has
1: longevity. He's in Promising Young Woman. Yeah. He's, he is longevity. I mean, I think he, I'm I think, saying I
0: like Adam Brody. I like
1: Adam Brody too. I think probably Promising Young Woman sidebar, the, I'm sure people have talked about this, but like the, the cast, I mean, it's everybody, there's the cast is stacked basically, but like everybody's yeah. in it for like one scene. Um, but I feel like it's one of those things where like, I'm like, if you're in that movie, you must be like a nice, cool person. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, they're, like it's all like fun comedy people. And I'm like, Oh, I think they just were like, we just want to work with like fun, cool. Cause it's like such a dark, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Am I, does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. What
0: I'm saying? Meg, I have a movie I want you to, at least start on Netflix, okay? Because I feel like you'll either is really it Hillbilly like it, Elegy?
1: Because I'm still have not watched Hillbilly Elegy.
0: No, it's not. I do want you to watch Hillbilly Elegy, but I feel like you're going to either really like this movie or you'll just think it's boring and you'll turn it off. But it's this movie called The Dig. Do I know it's what on, this is
1: about? Wait, I don't wait, wait! wait know. It's my somebody is in it that I like.
0: So it's Rafe Fiennes. It's Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan, right? It's um, Lily James.
1: Oh, I like her too, Cinderella.
0: So Carrie Mulligan plays this wealthy widow who owns all this land, and there's all these, like, um, sort of, like, mini hills, I guess? Sort of, like, burial ground things. So she hires Ray Fine's character like, an excavator to dig... Because that's the reason they had bought the land, her and her husband, before her husband died, was to excavate and see if there was things underneath this. Okay. And the, basically the whole movie is just like this. It's at the cusp of World War II. It's like as the bombings are beginning in Britain. So they're kind of like in a rush to do it before the bombings go further out. And Carrie Mulligan is sick with some sort of illness. And it's just very, very British. <laughs> so I feel like you'll either be really into it or you'll be like... Why did you tell me to watch that? <laughs>
1: okay, well, I'll, I, you know, what the thing with you, Craig, is I never know.
0: Yeah. I never
1: know. It goes one of two ways. It goes one of two ways. Yeah, I saw the the trailer. Okay, I'll put it on.
0: Yeah, I'll put it on. Um, I have some other stuff I want to talk about, but I'm gonna uh, save it because we'll we'll do these. Uh, uh, we'll be releasing episodes in back to back weeks. I'm gonna save the other one for the next week. Okay. Um. So, uh, you can follow us at the Oscar should. On Twitter at the Oscars should have gone to on Instagram or Facebook. Um, If you like what you listen to, as always, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, We read those reviews, and if they
1: mention me specifically, something about Megan.
0: If they say something nice about Megan, she prints them out and she puts them up on her bedroom wall.
1: Yeah, I have so far nothing framed actually, but but I would really really like to have that to change (laughs) that.
0: She has has the frames. I
1: I got them ready to go. So. Mm
0: -hmm. Um. So we'll be back next week with uh, the Best Actor Conversation for 2002. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you then. Stay safe. Bye. Bye, guys.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time.